Welcome to the 167 Podcast, a podcast to inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Our goal is to help you live into the 167 hours of your week away from church. And now your host, Shannon Patterson. Hey, Porch Community, and welcome to a special Holy Week episode, episode 127 of the 167 Podcast. I'm Shannon Patterson, the lead pastor here at the Porch Community Church. And as always, I'm with my good friend, our media pastor, Josh Harrell. Hey, Josh. Hey, Shannon. How's it going? It is Thursday. Monday, Thursday. Monday. Monday? Monday. There's an N in there? There's an N in there. All right, cool. Monday, Thursday. <laughs> Monday, Thursday. And if you want to know what that is, go back and listen to uh, episode 69 through 73 of Three, the 167 podcast. But specifically episode, episode 72. 72. <laughs> we sound like we know what we're talking about, yep. which you do. I'm just playing along. Um, so, friends, we Quick trivia. Are... <laughs> okay. Yeah. How many podcasts, and that includes sermons and our podcast, how many are on our channel? I have no idea. 436. Wow. As of today. Wow. That's a lot. Yes. That's a lot of me talking. It, it most, it mostly you. <laughs> Lo siento, everyone. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, hey, we're talking about freedom. We've been talking about it this whole week so far. The freedom that's found at the cross of Jesus. And I want us to continue this. Um, and tomorrow we're going to devote uh, the time to... Um, uh, more of the the Good Friday uh, conversation, uh, which is still part of the work that Jesus does to bring freedom to us, so that we will glorify the Father, um, and we will share the life giving message of Jesus Christ. It's what it's all about. It's it's really not anything more than that. Um, so I wanted to start today about talking about freedom at the cross, and I want to share with you Philippians chapter two, and I, re- I want to read you verses three through eight. And then from that, uh, just talk about some things that, that, that freedom actually does. So we talked about being enslaved and being able to name those things. We talked about dying to those things, like an act of going, hey, Jesus died for that sin nature. I do not have to live in this. We talked about the whole fur coat thing in episode 123. Mm-hmm. Um, like you don't have to put that on. So, but, so today we're going to say, well, then what does it look like to live in freedom? All right, so I'm going to read Philippians chapter 2, beginning in verse 3. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. You must have the same, you must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Hmm. Um... You know, that's, that's freedom. <laughs> um, and it shows like what, this is what this is about. This is about glorifying the father. 
Um, this is even Jesus glorified the father, even though he was fully God in the form of man, he did not think of equality with God as something to, to boast about or to work on when he was in the flesh. Um, so look at what, especially the first couple of verses of Philippians two say is what does freedom look like? How does that play out in our lives? Well, the first thing we see here, Josh, is that freedom is, it is about others. It's, it's about other people. Jesus modeled this for us, right? Freedom brings this heart to serve. If you, if we are living to glorify the father, then we are looking at other people. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's exactly Jesus. Jesus didn't come here for himself. (laughs) Right. He came for others. Yeah. Right. So there's this, there's a, there's a heart to serve. Freedom also, as Philippians 2 says, to be humble, thinking of others better than yourselves. Freedom brings this humility with us that only desires for Christ to be seen in us. Okay, so we want to, just as Jesus wanted to glorify the Father, we want to, because it says, have that same attitude as as Christ Jesus, which I I kind of laughed, I snickered when I read that, because I'm like, that is just so astounding to think about but that's what we're called to do mm-hmm. so You're right <clears throat> freedom brings a humility that that only desires for christ to be seen in us another thing freedom will will what it reveals is that it should bring a hunger to be obedient like if i'm free from all the con- constraints and the things that have enslaved me and and the sin and all that and i'm actually living in freedom josh think about like you know, what we, all we have before us is like, this is open. Like, it's like a blank canvas. It's like, wow, I can live. And y- you and I've done this before. Mm-hmm. We've had these moments of, of, um, and I think this is part of the faith journey where we are much more intentional when we are much more confessional, when we're much more repentant mm-hmm. and we feel clean. We feel clear. We feel open to, to God, to move in us and speak through us. Yeah. And that's what this is saying here. When we are, um, living in that freedom, there's a hunger to be obedient because we're not hungry for the other stuff. You're right. You know, think about when you choose to do like clean eating, mm-hmm. like after a little bit, it's like, no, I don't, I don't want that pizza. I don't, I don't want the fries. Like mm-hmm. my body is craving the things that are healthy, mm-hmm. right? You're right. Like if you, if we're, you know, you and I like, like our Coca-Cola products, right? Yes. But like when we start drinking a lot of water, it's like, I really don't want a Coke. Man. You know? Nah, I know, I know, That's, I know. I'm, I was with you until you okay, said that. Okay, well, one. my mind is like, I don't want a Coke, but yeah, my body's like, I'd like a Coca-Cola. Anyway, so. Oh, my mind is telling me no. <laughs> So freedom to, it gives us a heart to serve. Freedom brings a humility. It also brings us hunger to be obedient. Another thing that freedom does um, is that it brings with us, to us, this full surrender to the will and the desire of God. That's what Jesus did. He, he came to do only what the father was doing. He took the humble position of a slave. We've been talking about slavery. This theme keeps coming up. I mean, yes. if you're going to talk about freedom, then you're going to talk about slavery. Yes, because it's the antithesis. Yeah. And so he humbled himself in obedience to God. This is what he did. Um, and there's this full surrender to the will and the desire of God. Um, Drew and Mallory and I went to see um, the Carpenter of Nazareth at Park Ave yeah. l- last week. Mm-hmm. And... Um, 
you know, we've been to a couple of productions, and Drew was in it when he was younger because he yeah. was part of that uh, th- and through college. Um, and there's been different iterations of it. And, uh, of course, we know a lot of people in it. But we wanted to go. It's, it's a, the newer version, and they've updated, like, some music and stuff and everything. And um, it was it was done very well. Yeah. It was done very well. Um, some scenes were funny because some people would try to do an accent, and then other people were just like, "Nah, I'm just I'm just going to be from South Georgia." So it was kind of <laughs> funny. Um, but I will say, uh, Dane Boreff, who's on staff at Park Ave, um, plays he's played Jesus the last couple of years. Okay. And um, I had not seen him play it since he's been doing it, um, and I was crying. I was weeping. Uh, sitting there when he comes through with the cross and oh, is okay. carrying the cross and they're cracking the whip. Mm-hmm. And I mean, now I wasn't up close to him, but the the makeup the the that they used <laughs> for him, Look for the good. scars on his back mm-hmm. and uh, on his chest and everything, um, it looked so real. Really? Uh, fr- from my perspective, yeah. yeah. And... Um, you know all those things and i was just weeping just at the you know kind of like you know when you see like the passion of the christ like mm-hmm. that whole scene it just i was just overwhelmed i was overwhelmed by that um and and i say all that because i was just thinking about uh the full surrender to yeah. god that jesus fully surrendered mm-hmm. to god mm-hmm. um for everybody's sin <laughs> Yes, for every single one of us. Um, and so there should be a desire in our heart to surrender to God and to, to desire to do what it is that God wants us to do. Mm-hmm. We've mentioned this, this concept a couple of times, but here it is again in Romans chapter 6, verse 6. We know, we know that our old sinful selves were crucified with Christ so that sin... So, see, here's the here's the thing we forget about. Our old sinful selves were crucified with Christ so that sin might lose its power in our lives. We're no longer slaves to sin. So, so that sin might lose its power. It's had power. It's had mm-hmm. a hold. It has, it, it, it's, you know, the, the enemy can't, can't um, steal our soul, but he will sure try to make it really miserable in the meantime yeah right and so there's a power that that has but our our old sinful selves have been crucified with christ so that sin doesn't have the power that should have and we keep i told you all like i'm just i'm just being pummeled with this idea of of the power of the cross and the freedom that is brought by this and that god wants us to see this and to be alive to not be powerless lifeless bound up Christians like almost as if we're almost not alive but we're barely breathing Christians like we're we're just you know I I want us to not be that I want I want that for our people I want that for those who know Jesus I want that for myself I want that for our staff and our leadership I want that for our church is that we are not just limping along Christians but we are people who are surrendered to the power of God through the resurrection of Jesus Christ and we are we are surrendered to him we are fully completely wholly dependent on him for all things 
And there's nothing that we want to contrive or stir up on our own, but we are dependent on God to lead us, to show us, to speak through us, um, to show us how to minister to other people. And we, that word seems so churchy, but I, I truly mean it, that we minister to others. That means we come alongside of them and we allow God's Holy Spirit to speak through us to them, to pray with them, to pray for them, to be to offer words of encouragement to offer words of correction to be a light and a hope and if we're barely breathing christians we're not doing that we're not doing that so my hope my prayer my desire for myself and staff and leadership and our church is that we would be people who recognize the the immense power of god that happens through the cross and we embrace that and we live in that we operate through that that's that's a prayer that i have for our church josh yeah and i think we leave it there (laughs) we'll leave it right there yep porch community we love you we'll talk to you tomorrow bye bye You've been listening to the 167 Podcast. Join us next time for more insights to inspire, challenge, and encourage to help you live into the remaining 167 hours of your week.